Guys, welcome back to another episode of Villa Birds with your two hosts, Anika and Val, and Val and Anika. Dude. Dude. That was crazy. They say things come in threes. Mm. And our trio of girlies that actually have real issues, they are feeling it hard and i feel mm. so bad for two of the three uh, that- yeah yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> i wait okay yo you read my mind i was gonna be like well i don't know if i feel bad for all three of them but i certainly feel bad for two of them <laughs> yeah no i oh my god listen Listeners, you guys know I always take the opposite side of what Val's feeling, so we keep things interesting. I can't do it anymore. No. <laughs> Not for today's episode. No. I really can't. Um, yeah, we had an interesting end of our week after wrapping up Casa More, and honestly, I'm ready to get into the meat of it, but Val, take us away with this recap that we- Yeah. Uh, as if we need one right now, I but know. please, just- hammer it in hone us in to what happened since tuesday okay recap is mad brief dude because (laughs) wednesday what happened wednesday actually a lot happened wednesday a lot of Mm -hmm. tomfoolery Mm -hmm. uh terrorist tom or should i say terrorist tom (laughs) took lydia up (laughs) took lydia up to the terrace to kiss her we saw casey consent kiss cynthia twice we saw lots and lots and lots of kids today we saw martin and tanya share a kiss in bed tanya swears swears down this was a short nothing kiss that was a full-on passionate makeout session anyways that was wednesday's episode i mean just more of the same shenanigans that we'd been seeing and covering um with a little bit of uh uncertainty on the boys end of what they were gonna do lots of um seemingly convincing the viewer that they were going to sway away that they ultimately didn't so then we cut to thursday night's episode which was the recoupling and we jumped into it really really quickly i actually couldn't even believe because for the past two seasons we've gotten casa like uh, split up into two episodes with cliffhanger recoupling left for a Sunday mm-hmm. night episode and that just did not happen this year we got a full episode Casa Rundown we got shock recouplings shock reunions okay we saw Casey stick with Claudia we saw um Ron and Lana stick okay that was not that shocking we saw Tom yeah. stick with Sammy Mm-hmm. We saw Kai and Olivia both recouple with a not so shock Olivia victimization plot point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we saw Will stick with Jesse, which we kind of already knew was going to happen, but it was devastating nonetheless. And we saw Tanya bring back Martin, leaving Shaq single. And yeah, 
also again very devastating very heartbreaking um just lots of like oh back and forths lots of crying lots of uh, holding my breath but then we got into two days episode friday's episode and we had the fallout from casa which was not that crazy the same night fallout was not super super crazy i would say the most contentious like arguments quote unquote argument that evening was kai and olivia confronting each other but it was more so kai being chill vibes and wanting no beef and olivia being like you know making a mountain out of a molehill um we saw a lot of jesse crying like a lot of jesse sobbing breaking down not even being able to get a sentence out we saw ron and lana happy we see sammy and tom talking kind of a little bit iffy we saw sammy talking to sanam to get the lowdown um and we saw shack talk to martin And we saw actually Martin being a little bit annoyed with Tanya. So then we Mm -hmm. cut to the next day. Happy birthday, Sammy. Fucking psych bitch. (laughs) Because there has not been a happy, there's not been a happy birthday in this villa yet. Okay. We sent Zara home on Tanya's birthday. And then we had Sammy, Jesse, and Claudia go on a little drink date with their I guess competition. Counterparts? Like Casa counterparts. counterparts? Yeah. We saw them meet up with their counterparts and get the full lowdown on what happened in the villa. And we've come back, we see them come back from their drink day angry, mm-hmm. pissed, in the corner, chatting shit. And we saw the boys trying to play I Spy. And that was the end of the episode. So I think a lot is going to pop off for Sunday night's episode, for sure. I am ready to end the month of love with some chaos as we go into Sunday night's episode. But yeah, I mean, bomb recap. You touched everything that you possibly could. And... That is why I'm so triggered by the (laughs) events that have taken place, by the things that were said and left unsaid, and the way that our girls and Shaq are dealing with some primetime BS, to be honest. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think the hardest part of having these recouplings during CASA is just this like anxiety of the unknown and it genuinely is unknown. Mm -hmm. But I think what the producers have, dare I say, done a good job with (laughs) is letting the CASA girls, because they always have more tea anyway, Mm -hmm. have a voice and actually begin to disclose information to Mm -hmm. girls that are in the villa. But we have never quite seen a big kind of brunch, if you will. Was it a brunch? It was like, yeah, it was like a drink date. Um, Like a mimosa debrief or something. Mm -hmm, Definitely. It was (laughs) definitely that. With CASA girls. And I thought that was really refreshing to see. 
But I was surprised. I'm not going to lie. If I was a Casa girl, I'd like milk it. I'd be like, oh my God, like this is exactly where he touched. Like I would pull a cocoa or like even make it a little worse just to like Mm. give him some hell. You know what I mean? But it seemed like most of them were relatively honest with the extent of what had happened. To be fair, I feel like if you do that, like if you were to do that and then – mad movies happens or even like the contestants leave the show and rewatch what happened on their own time and then what Mm -hmm. the casa girl said was like fabricated or exaggerated then it makes like their point less valid and it makes the victim quote-unquote the girl who was you know done dirty it makes her be like oh like it's okay like I forgive you it was so dramatized like we can keep going strength to strength together so I feel like I just want to be a little bit of like oh no totally but I'm like in my personal opinion and we'll get into it I feel like Lydia played it the best yeah um and so did Cynthia Cynthia and Lydia I think both played it the best and and ultimately actually I feel like this year the Costco girls were very level-headed very Mm -hmm. fair um and balanced with how they went about sharing what happens because I think at this point the Casa girls you know you want to give that va-va-voom when you get in there Mm -hmm. and grab the attention of the guys and all that stuff but at Mm -hmm. this point it's like after three straight seasons of the guys just using the women in Casa more as pawns, as objects. I don't think the girls who go into Casa are having as much fun with it. Like, it's not Mm. that fun anymore to be like, this is all the ways he used my body. Right. To, like, you know, boost his ego, and then he didn't pick me. Like, it's not as fun anymore. So I feel like Mm -hmm. them going into that conversation more like, this is actually what happened and this is how it hurt my feelings as opposed to like being over dramatized with it. It's like more right. of a reflection of how they're approaching Casa more at this point. Yeah, no, you make a great point. I would just being a little rascal, but no, totally. I, I agree. I'm, I'm like, listen, listen, season three, I would have been a little rascal. Okay. <laughs> season three, season four, I would have been a little rascal. But yeah, at this yeah. point, now that I'm like, the men are just using the Casa girls. And then dumping them, I'm like, I wouldn't want to be a Casa more girl at this point. I don't. I would not. Yeah. It's definitely gross. Like, how it's progressed. And I definitely – I know what you're talking about. And it's just – I don't know. Nothing really – like, I'm surprised. But, I mean, one thing I wasn't slash kind of sort of – I don't know. I was like – it's like PEMDAS, like it canceled mm-hmm. out for me, mm-hmm. was that Ron was okay. He wrote, trust me, in nail polish on that piece of tissue paper and put it in Lana's bag. And lo and behold, he could have been trusted. Yeah. 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 Totally. Um, I think it is really shocking. I can't even say that he wasn't tempted because he definitely said a few things that made it sound like he was tempted. Yeah, with Sammy 2.0. Yeah, and I can't imagine that um, that none of the girls in Casa Moore were, like, throwing themselves at him because right. they all want to be in the main villa. Like, that's their end game. So the opportunity was there, and he didn't go for it. But 
I mean, okay, I'm happy for them. Good for them, I guess. I don't know. I can't really seem to forget my past with him. He was such a sweet talker. And then we Mm -hmm. saw who he was. And I'm like, I can't be sweet talked by you again. Right. right. (laughs) I think it's. It was like expected. Like, okay, you better not fuck up in Casa. But then half of me was like. Half of me was like, oh my god, if he did, that'd be so crazy. But I guess it just, it became super boring. Like, I wasn't surprised. I was trying to see if Sammy 2.0 was going to break him down, but I don't Mm. think she was able to. And um, he genuinely seemed so, so happy to see Lana, though. Like, you could Mm -hmm. see, you know, he was super relieved that she came back alone. And they were really happy. They were, like, snuggled up together. Um, One thing that's making me laugh is, like, like, I thought that they were going to stay away from the drama, but they both kind of inserted themselves into other people's problems and, like, are trying to, I don't know, help navigate accordingly. But yeah. I was like, Ron, like, Ron take it back. Let's talk like, about but. that. Let's talk. Because, honestly, frankly, between Ron and Lana, I don't have much to say. I feel like yeah. I'm shocked that he behaved himself. And at the same time, I'm like, well, you literally had to. Yeah. Or else your game plan would be fucked because Lana wouldn't mm-hmm. give you another chance. And talking about game plan, I feel like Ron was not in people's business the first day. When no. we left off, he was not really, uh, you know. He was laying low. He was laying low. He wasn't egging anyone on. Um, but that quickly changed um, on the last day of Casa Moore. We saw him tell Kai to couple up because Olivia for sure was going to couple up and he didn't want to be left Mm -hmm. standing there and he didn't want to be put at risk. And he essentially told Tom the same thing. He was like, you don't want to be at risk. You know, like I bet she's definitely getting to know somebody, all that stuff. And I'm just kind of like, how did you go from not being Jake to immediately being the Jake in this situation? And like with the Kai advice Mm -hmm. i was 100 percent on his side because i was like you are correct she is going to recouple and he even clocked her for being a game player shockingly Mm -hmm. like i don't know if any of the cousin girls said anything takes one to no one takes Takes one one to no one one. yes a hundred percent one hundred percent so i stood with him on the advice he was giving kai but the advice he was giving tom was very like okay, you want to see two couples go down. Right. You know? I thought, here's the thing. I'm so unfazed by the trouble he brings mm. that I I was okay with the Kai situation as well. We've seen them stick close together. You and I talked about how last episode or the episode before that Kai is like too scared to like stand up to him or something like that Mm. um and how Kai you know just wants to keep the peace and and doesn't want to call anybody out because Mm -hmm. I don't know he's like Switzerland for some reason um but when it came to Ron and Tom that dynamic I'm still not used to seeing like that was just kind of strange for me so I think that moment I agree with you there it was like yeah no he definitely wants to see Tom go down it was not in his best interest like we've seen even Tom stand up for Lana which Mm -hmm. was saying something you remember that conversation where she was deciding between Casey and Ron and um yeah Tom was really kind of sticking up for her best interest which was shocking to see at the time since he had been a menace up until then Mm -hmm. so 
I just felt like it was very, I don't know, like he was trying to be someone that he's not. <laughs> and like, he's not Tom's friend. Like he's not Tom's bud. Yeah, They're not close. Like- and it's like, why are you giving your unsolicited opinion to somebody who you're not even uh-huh. like, you don't mess with like that? And that's why I was like, he's not pretending, he's pretending to be someone he's not. Like, you're not close yeah. to someone. Your advice is not welcome there. And I was surprised that Tom was even listening. No, me too. No, I totally agree on the whole Ron and Tom thing because we don't really see them occupy the same space a lot or like engage a lot. And that might just be down to the edit, but. I do think the way they operate, or maybe not the way they operate, because the way they operate is actually identical, but the way they think (laughs) about it is completely different. Like, yeah, Ron will justify anything, whereas Tom, he doesn't have a justification for his actions, but he is like, he more so like wants to be the nice guy. Mm Mm-hmm. And it just leads to him, it just leads to classic quote-unquote nice guy tropes. Like, it just leads to him being a dog. Whereas, like, Ron is not really trying to be the nice guy. He's trying to, like, swindle you. Right, right. Yeah, he's not as conniving Mm -hmm. as Ron is. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ron is definitely, like, conniving. And Tom is more, like, stumbling into problems never being yes. able to reflect why what happened happened <laughs> yeah he can't like verbalize himself which is fine because like i have trouble with that sometimes too but i feel like he knows he's about to get in trouble but he doesn't have like the aptitude this sounds so mean but he doesn't have the aptitude to like walk himself out of it or mm-hmm. genuinely kind of like describe the situation in a way where the other person's not going to get hurt yeah because i feel like he shuts down and starts repeating the same phrases and that undermines kind of what you're speaking about with him because Uh there's no acknowledgement or like any new words it's always the same thing i know i've hurt you i know that this was wrong but like Mm -hmm. i had to do it was it worth it kind of yeah kind of no I don't know so it was just Mm -hmm. really weird I feel like I would just be going around circles talking to someone like Tom and that would just give yeah and it's it's definitely it's definitely the age I mean not everybody is that immature at 23 but we're seeing another 23 year old in the villa who we'll get into last Mm -hmm. also kind of acting a fool Miss Tanya we'll get into you as Mm -hmm. well uh but yeah for now, let's move on to a different pairing. Ooh. Casey, Claudia, and Cynthia. Okay, not so much a pairing, more more so a triangle, a birdhouse. Um, I mean, we said everything at the start of the episode. <laughs> Guys, if you didn't know who we were talking about, we were talking about Claudia. Um, okay, let me not... <laughs> Anika's hiding behind the microphone. <laughs> um... Okay, let me backpedal because I need to I need to get started on Casey first, and then we can slow talk down. About Claudia, grab the wall. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you just yeah, we need to, that, That's yeah, what we pedal. need to do. We need to go to karaoke. <laughs> oh to my god, totes! Oh my god, that'd be so fun. But oh yeah, mm-hmm. so okay, okay. So Casey, I said this. 
I think I said this in the last episode. I said I thought Casey was going to recouple with Claudia. Even though in my heart of hearts, I thought him and Cynthia were actually really cute. I really yeah. liked Cynthia. I wanted Me Cynthia too. in the villa. Me too. But I was like, he is all over the place. He's getting a taste of everyone as for like as long as he can. And then mm-hmm. he will stick with Claudia. And I feel like the only reason we saw so much of him and Cynthia together was more down to the fact that Sanam decided to focus all her attention on Kai Mm -hmm. and not because Casey actually liked Cynthia more than he liked Claudia, which hurts my heart truly. Because seeing Cynthia up there, honestly, Mm -hmm. so nervous for what his decision was going to be. And then seeing the way she, like, reacted reacted and seeing her cry, like, that really did, it really did hurt my heart because, I don't know, I I don't want to, like, deep it too much and... I don't really want to get into that whole conversation because I don't know what Cynthia's life experiences are, but Mm. I will just talk to my life experiences and they're not in any way comparable to Cynthia. So again, I'm not speaking for Cynthia, but if I was up there as a Hispanic woman, um, waiting for this white guy's decision of like, who is he going to pick? Me or the blonde white girl? And he went with exactly what is expected of a fuckboy white guy. After he put all his eggs in my basket, after he said so many like nice things about me, after he made me think that it could go either way, after he made me think that really I actually had a shot, I would be devastated for sure. Um, and like, I've been in situations like that and it sucks. Yeah. So that was where I was coming from on that side. Like Casey really, he really disappointed me. And I understand that he spent as much time with Cynthia as he did with Claudia. And, you know, their time was really comparable and he really had to go with who his heart was telling him to go for, but I just didn't appreciate him using all the girls as an ego boost, as a joyride, as ob- as sexual yeah. objects, and then putting Cynthia in that position where she could get her hopes up just to pick Claudia again, Miss Claudia, who I don't feel bad for at all, <laughs> which we'll get into yeah. after you respond to what I just said. No, I, it made me so emotional. Because I can totally relate to you. Um, Mm. And it's just, it's hard to forget that it's only been three days. Yeah. So let me start with that. But given that they're together all the time, that they've had plenty of opportunities to get to know one another, that Casey genuinely was invested period, invested in one girl, 
yeah, he kissed Sanam. Okay, I get it. I don't think that she, like, they were just, like, fooling around. She was super mm-hmm. flirty with him. They were just, like, flirting, whatever. It was just, like, a, you know, snog. Mm-hmm. I can't throw that under the rug. But it seemed like he and Cynthia just, like, had a good connection. I feel like even though Cynthia set it up so that he would have to ask her to be in the same bed as him, mm-hmm. I don't think that that was, like, he felt pressured to mm-hmm. ask. Like, I think that he genuinely wanted to. And mm-hmm. that was seen even, like, when they were talking at night. And I don't know. I just felt like they had such a strong connection. And, and the fact that he and Casey – I mean, sorry. He and Claudia were only together about the same amount of time before they separated. It just – It just I just seems, felt like his decision yeah. was on a whim. I don't yeah. think it had to, anything to do with who he truly connected with yeah. or what was going on. I genuinely think that he was super nervous and, like, just decided to stick with somebody who he had been with for, like – but who he I felt just, like he would have a better chance with. But I, it was so yeah. weird. I was really disappointed, too. Yeah. I wasn't having it. It was not okay. I thought Cynthia, Cynthia's reaction was totally valid. And I just thought that they gelled so much better than he yeah. and Claudia did. Do. Yeah. And it's just, even, even seeing Casey and Claudia's uh, dynamic once she was back in the villa, I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, like – this is what you guys had, I guess. It's not bad in any way. But after seeing him with Cynthia, like I actually did think that what him and her had was better. Um, And also like, here's my thing. If it was so 50-50, he out of anybody had the best like, um, situation going into Casa in order to recouple. Yeah. I feel like if it was that 50 50, where like, you know, you would base it on a whim, on a whim, mm-hmm. or like y- you were having that hard of a decision, of a time making a decision, I feel like you could have brought Cynthia into the villa to continue to get to know her. Yeah. If you like actually liked her that much. But like, After seeing him go back to Claudia, I'm just like, Mm -hmm. okay, now it just feels like Cynthia never even had a shot. They're going to get voted off, like, first thing. Like, it's either between Casey and Claudia or Kai – oh, no, sorry, Olivia and Maxwell. Like, those two are in my bottom right now, bottom candidates for going home. Yeah. But what I was going to say is that, yeah, even if you're 50-50, like – Always choose the other person because if you really, really, like, fucked with someone like that, your first choice, like, if he really was feeling Claudia, there would have been no opportunity for him to feel a connection or do anything of that sort with any of the Casa girls. So I think for me, it's always, like, you can tell if your feelings for someone are real if, like, you can't, I don't know see a connection budding or growing with anybody else and I just mm-hmm. really feel like Casey's shot himself in the foot he's shot himself with his future in in the villa because yeah. I don't think that the chemistry is there much anymore especially after the whole like brunch mimosa debrief thing like she's literally acting like she's his mom like there's just a lot going on there that I just think is like weird, weird. now yeah let's talk about Claudia yeah. and then we can talk about both of them post the 
mimosas brunch. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I'm just going to say I'm, I'm giving Claudia the benefit of the doubt in the Casa recoupling in that obviously it's been major discussion inside the villa, outside the villa, whether she was laughing at Cynthia or not. I do not think she was laughing at Cynthia. She and no, Casey so were having a little conversation about how someone was trying to cuddle her in bed and she was like, no, and then she giggled about the situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. However, however, <laughs> the reason that pissed me off regardless of whether she was laughing at Cynthia or not, she still was not really taking the situation seriously. Like, Cynthia spoke up. Maya asked Casey what happened. Like, there was room there for Claudia to be like, oh, shit, okay, something happened that I am not aware of, and whatever I'm told here by Casey is probably not going to be the full story. But it was like she didn't even take it seriously. Like, she didn't even take Cynthia seriously. And she found it appropriate in the middle of Cynthia being upset, in the middle of Cynthia being consoled by the Casa girls, to crack a joke with Casey and, like, have a little giggle with him. That, to me, was so inappropriate. And it really pissed me off. And then what pissed me off further was... Obviously, we know the girls went on their mimosa date, and Mm -hmm. Cynthia was the first to speak about what happened between her and Casey. She gives Claudia the full rundown, and Claudia's like, right, okay, okay, okay. And then Cynthia gets to the fire pit at the recoupling. At, At some point, Casey said, I'm sorry to Cynthia, mouth, I'm sorry to Cynthia, while Claudia's head was down. And... Cynthia was like, don't worry. Claudia was not aware of this. And Mm -hmm. Claudia, when she heard it, was like, oh, that's what pissed me off. And I was like, oh, that's what pissed you off. It pissed you off that he was apologizing? What? Like, it didn't piss you off. Like, you didn't take this girl seriously. You cracked jokes in her face, whether they were towards her or not. She was in the middle of crying and you were cracking jokes. Like, you had the audacity to, like, ask Casey, like, oh, was it deep? (laughs) And then you go on this mimosa date, you're not bothered up until you find out that Casey was sorry. And it's like, okay, I understand if you think that he maybe did it when he wouldn't see it so that Mm -hmm. you would think he had nothing to be guilty about, like, so that you wouldn't Mm -hmm. see that he had any guilt or some shit like that. But... Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just think Casey would have apologized to her anyways. So I, and he deserved, he needed to apologize to her. So that fucking pissed me off. (laughs) Yeah. I think she's mad because he has feelings. (laughs) I was so weirded out by that entire interaction. Like, first of all, I just didn't think it was the right time to like snap back at Layla as well. Like Layla was just defending her own girl. And that was the weirdest thing. I've never seen that in Casa before. I mean, sorry, in like the Casa recoupling before. Mm -hmm. And it was just so strange. Like this mean girl came out. Like the mean girl that I thought she was going to come in with that energy, like that ended up coming out. Yeah. And I feel like she needed something 
to hold against Casey and that was her ammunition and that's the only thing that she's holding against him because she wants to have this like I don't want to say power but it was definitely one of those things like okay how can I make this seem like I don't know blow this out of proportion even more but I completely agree with you she did not give two fucks that somebody was crying up there that got Mm -hmm. their heart broken because Mm -hmm. that's literally what happened with Cynthia Mm -hmm. and I just find that there was such a snaky way of her to show her true colors like yeah I'm sorry She's on this high horse because she came back alone because she didn't want Casey to couple up with anybody else. And I could genuinely see that she cared about him because she was crying over him, which Mm -hmm. at first I was like, girl, chill. But now I'm like, okay, wait, she really liked him. But this whole thing of this whole notion of like, because he didn't recouple, she has this upper hand and she's like this big baddie and Mm -hmm. everybody else is below her. Like that kind of mentality is what has turned me off of her and I'm right. just like none of this makes you look good yeah. to be quite honest and that yeah. is what is driving my ranking of them in the bottom they're gonna go home because yeah. even with that energy now like she was trying to be like like what was she trying to be like his friend like after they got through the recoupling she was like okay so like tell me like how many girls like what happens like haha yeah, like, she was, was trying so, to just like it was so pick me I was like that's not yeah. really like and you and okay to in fairness to her she didn't she doesn't know what happened she didn't see it but yeah, it's like but he, there was somebody standing up there who he almost picked could have picked and yeah. you're like you're still like ha 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 like tell me all the things that like that you did it's like okay that's not gonna make you cooler like it's not cooler to not care that he potentially used these girls and then and dogged you at the same time disrespected two women at the same time and now like you're you're the one standing here it's like okay he picked you but at what cost because you kind of look like an idiot no it was very disturbing i don't care like, I'm like, yeah. you guys can have each other, but I don't even know if they want each other anymore because it's like they're both trying to find, like, pick. They both went into this recoupling with an understanding that they both had the room to mm-hmm. explore. And yeah. yet, at the same time, the argument is like falling apart because, oh, now Claudia cares about how he behaved. And yeah. so now Casey cares that, like, she potentially is underplaying what she had with Bailey, which she's not, but he's using it to get her to stop playing high horse with him. I don't know. Now it's like a competition of like... No, I'm telling you, it's like weird. I don't know. It's just a power dynamic that like became uneven. And I really think that she was grasping at something to hold against him so that she could look better and mm-hmm. now have more of a chance of like justifying if she were to switch if somebody else came in. But to be honest with you, huge, huge L on Casey's part. I yeah, definitely, major. definitely saw him and Cynthia connect on such a great level this would also be if maybe i'm on like i'm forgetting something but this would be the first time that like a white boy is with like a dark featured black girl as Um, like a serious couple i don't remember anybody else who was got that (laughs) sorry i can't starts choking you guys Um, i know i'm so sorry i can't remember 
Um, but yeah, I was definitely excited at it was that definitely like a new yeah, like it's a new dynamic that we haven't seen on Love Island UK yet. Because I always, I always complain. Yeah, you're right. Because I always complain yeah. that these boys come into the house and they're like, and mm-hmm. and not just boys, the girls too, the white, yeah. white people come onto the show and they're like, I want somebody who's like has dark features, and it's like they right. never do. And right. granted, Casey did not say that. We kind of went into the season with a lot of like, I don't have any types, which mm-hmm. is good. Fine, don't I appreciate set it. me yeah. up. Don't set me right. up. I want to see you just like genuinely grow connection with people without having to worry about like whatever you said your type was. Right. Um, but because I always complain that these people say they like dark features and never go for it. I'm like, okay, like it's really refreshing to see him like go for it. And like, they have like a really good connection and I like Cynthia, but yeah, whatever. Um, we'll just have to get her on I the mean, podcast. So- <laughs> We have to okay, yeah. First of all, yeah, the hustle never fucking stops. Number two, I hope they send her in as an OG next season. I feel like they like I don't know. I want a lot of people who went home to come back this Me next too. upcoming season, but I don't think they will. But you know, if your idea catches on of a Love Island All Stars, that'd be awesome because I think we would be very entertained with that totally. spinoff. But continuing in the order of how disappointed we have been. The uh, next I'm not couple disappointed. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm say disappointed. Like you're disappointed. No, it's just like a waste. No, I'm just disappointed in the way that like this shit continues to like freaking come week after week. Like I'm tired. Like isn't it exhausting being the victim of your own choices time and time again? Like oh my god, my actions have consequences. What? Like I guess over it's more it. so that I'm like. For me to be disappointed, I would have to have expectations of this woman, and I don't. Oh. <laughs> I, yeah, we had a double recoupling, a double switcheroo with this couple, Kai and Liv, whom we have been snoozing at for the past few days. Weeks. They both coupled up. Yeah, I was going to say weeks, but I couldn't remember how long they've been together. They both recoupled up. Kai is with Sanam, which to BH, we should cover them first because I can't believe I'm saying this. I think they're cute. I love her. I love her. (laughs) I love Sanam. I've loved her since she entered the villa. I literally, I think it's so refreshing to have such a bubbly, cheery girl who's gorgeous enter the villa as a Casa girl. And I don't know. I haven't liked a Casa girl as much as her as until like, Belle. Mm. And that's it. I've that's loved facts. Belle when she came back from Casa. And now, yes, Sanam is definitely on my top of my list. I love her. She's so flirty. She's so cute. All of her clothing adorbs. I love the little black number she was wearing when she made out with Casey. And the fact that she got kind of rubbed sunscreen on her ass. You go, girl. Huge yeah. fan. Okay, guys. I have to, like, defend something I said about Sanam. On the Instagram, I said she, I ranked her as best or uh, top game players. I still, <gasps> I like, I really liked her. What? Okay, but I mean in a flattery way. That girl was going to come back from Casa one way or another. <laughs> yeah, was. yeah, you're right. She was. Yeah, like, yeah. come on. Yeah, totally. She was going to stick it on whoever it worked with. And it just so happens that the easiest target 
she also happened to have a connection with. Dude, she brought something out of him. Finally, I've been saying when the right girl comes in, he's actually going to have a personality. Mind you. Is it a lot of a personality? Like, no. No. But it's way more than we've seen. Like, I actually see him have energy and excitement around her. Mm -hmm. And... I think he actually says, like, nice things about her that aren't just, like, her appearance, yes! or, like, her body, uh, which is yeah. fucking finally refreshing. I know. Um, so I actually like them together, and I even think that because – I actually think that their connection is real because I feel like Kai has a little bit stopped thinking about the game. Like, he was not really worried that Liv came back with somebody – yeah mm-hmm. and he was actually happy for her like he wasn't playing into the whole like no oh no. i i only did this because i knew that you would and like i just right. did what i expected of you and like i'm angry with you too like uh, he didn't even want to have the beef he right. was frankly happy for her he didn't want that storyline he didn't want the extra days of like extra screen time beefing with right, olivia right. he was happy for her which is honestly embarrassing for Olivia because it's like <laughs> you thought this man gave a fuck about you. You thought this man would even <laughs> play into your like lunacy. Like, no, he didn't. She okay. So we are agreeing. Kai and Sanam cute. Love them. Kai's no longer at the bottom. Like we are mm-hmm. good. Whatever. We need to switch right now immediately because there is nothing <gasps> else like that. I she really wanted him to stand up there alone so that she could embarrass the fuck out of him with maxwell in her arm that's what she wanted she wanted not even no 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 that's not what she wanted that's not what she wanted at all because if she had done that then there was no way for her to play the victim she would have done it she would have still done it regardless but there was no way for her to easily play the victim in that situation she wanted him to recouple because she wanted to like prove her point that like oh See, I only did this because I knew you would. And she said that. And she even had the audacity to say that it was 50-50. She was this close to coming back single. Mind you, this is the same woman who quote-unquote forgot his name on the first night. Kissed him. Kissed Maxwell on the second night. Kai and Sanam did not kiss until like their last night in Casa Amor. That shit was I, crazy. Dude, she has, like, narcissistic tendencies to the max, dude. I've never witnessed this before in my life. Like, on TV, portrayed like this in a way where you can immediately tell. It was the strangest thing. And he, we know he's so conflict-averse. Like, this man would never even yell mm-hmm. or scream or whatever. He's literally... Has his hands up. He's like, you recoupled too. I was genuinely happy for you. I just, you know, and he was trying to de-escalate the situation yeah. to the best of his ability. But there's no winning. When someone's like this, when someone's on a witch hunt for you for no mm-hmm. freaking reason, even though they have someone right with them as well, like it was the weirdest thing. But my favorite part out of that whole back and forth over and over again, two things. Number one, when Olivia like tripped and she was like, like, overwhelmed and she was Mm. like oh idiot whatever she was like trying to make it seem like she like 
I don't know, veered away on purpose, number mm-hmm. one. And number two, Kai was, like, shit-talking about her to Sanam, and he was like, see how fake she is? Like, I was hoping you'd see that. Like, did you see? Like, they were, like, besties. Yeah. It was so funny. It was so funny. And I thought it was so funny when, like, Olivia said her little speech thinking that she was, like, Popped that up, her and yeah. Kai were, like, Dommy in India. Like, you are not. Yeah. You are not. Like, you actually, it's embarrassing that you think that you are. Yeah. But anyway. Um, I thought it was so funny when Sanam got her say, and she was like, yeah, I find the whole speech pretty, like, irrelevant, considering that she literally has Maxwell, like, on her arm right now. Yeah. And that fucking kills me, dude. It just, it just goes to show that when you think the world revolves around you, you will do anything, anything to be in the right. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's really gonna pay to see, I hope, I hope to see Olivia be in the bottom because of her actions. Yeah. Um, and because you know, she thought the hilarious thing was that she was like, oh, the whole, she had the audacity to bring up being in the bottom three conversation with Kai to Maxwell yeah. and then use that mm-hmm. as an excuse to move to Maxwell. But it's going to be hilarious. Because you know she thinks that the reason she was in the bottom was because of Kai. It's going to be hilarious to see her in the bottom and not yeah. Kai. I mean, at the time, though, it was driven mainly by Kai. Mm. At the time, I feel like there were a lot like of instances. Because so... he didn't have a personality and yeah. then the whole Tanyel thing happened. Like, there was a lot. But this now is going to be exclusively like, no, bitch. It's definitely... Mm-hmm your personality that's gotten you into the yeah. bottom and you're gonna like, have to reval. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like if it were like I feel like if it were still Tanyal and Kai in the bottom though. Because Kai is like boring. That's the yeah, only reason that's what he's it was. really not that's not the only reason, but it's like a main factor on why he's been in the bottom. Right. And not so much like his actions. I feel like he would be in the bottom if with like Tanyal maybe out of sheer boringness. Mm-hmm. But he was definitely going to be a contender in the bottom with Olivia because they both yeah. bring nothing to the table. In fact, Olivia only brings negative to the table. Like if Kai right. is to stay, when Kai stays, it's kind of like no harm done. Right, right. I I agree with that. But I just, yeah, yeah. Olivia needs to go. Again, it's, dude. Our first episode aired on the 16th of January. It is now February 17th, and she is still finding a way to make this show seem like she is the victim of season nine. And I'm sick of it. It's so frustrating. It's not even entertaining anymore, dude. Like, it was entertaining when she was, like, making that speech and she was thinking she was the shit, like, made the best heartbreaker win. Like, she really thought she ate. She didn't. Um, And now it's like, okay – the only good thing that came out of it was like Kai and Sanam love them. Mm-hmm. Like, but yeah, I'm over it. I Maxwell, I barely heard this man speak. Like, I don't know what he's There's thinking right now, being with her. But there. There's nothing no. happening there. Um, and I have uh, more information to bring to the table. <laughs> um, I watched the. Oh God, I forgot the name of the podcast, but it's with will something and he's british and he does like a morning show and he um had 
Tanyelle and Jordan on the podcast. And it was a really good episode. I, I will send it to you viewers. I'm so sorry. Just look up um, Tanyelle Jordan will interview. Okay. Something like spill the tea. I don't know. Um, and he was asking Tanyelle about like what happened between her and Olivia and uh had she seen what happened between her and Olivia and she was like yeah I don't want to say too much because I want to wait to have that conversation with her in the real world but like if I'm being frank like I I want to hear her out but we probably aren't going to be friends because like I'm not going to be friends with somebody who talks about me like that behind my back and like additionally she dropped intel that like you know she clearly like was gunning for Tanyelle at a certain point um Mm -hmm. she was like I'm not sure why but she like made a big deal out of like the kiss between me and Ron and she like brought Lana to have a conversation about her and it felt like she was trying to turn people against me But at the same time, she was trying to tell me behind the scenes, like, oh, that me and Ron actually had something special and that we should give it a go. Yeah. And Tanyelle had to be like, no, no, no. Like what me and Ron have is actually fully platonic. And then she also, her and Jordan gave their perspectives on what happened between Shaq, Olivia, and Tanyelle being sent home ultimately and Tanyelle was like yeah it was upsetting because it was like you know she had asked me like they both had asked me how I felt about Jordan and I never at any point said I didn't like him I was just Mm -hmm. confused and I'm a slow burner but she is like that is definitely why I went home and like Jordan was there like, yeah, like, honestly, like I shouldn't have let them like sway my opinion now looking back, but I didn't have a chance to talk to Tanyelle before the fire pit was announced before the dumping was announced. So yeah, just really crazy to see that what we're seeing on the screen. Cause sometimes, you know, we have to be fair. What we're seeing on the screen is not always what's happening a hundred percent because editing, but it is interesting to see that in this case, it is. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we're not stupid. Like you and I have been experts for years now, but it's just really mm-hmm. refreshing to see that, you know, what we had seen along with the general public mm-hmm. aligns with what actually happened. And honestly, I'm just not surprised. Like anything that proves that Olivia is just doing the most in all the wrong ways, like it just yeah. doesn't phase me anymore. I'm over it. Yeah. So speaking of somebody who doesn't phase me anymore and I'm over it, <laughs> Tom. I, dude, first of all, the fact that Lydia and Sammy kind of look the same, first of all. Second yeah. of all, uh, I kind of, I like Lydia. I'm, I'm really oh, I like, like Lydia. Yeah. What happened? I also find that she was like in my top for girls that I really liked from the villa, I mean, from the casa, but this whole situation, like, what did Sammy think was going to happen? Like, I'm sorry, but, like, when you've seen a man in his true colors, like, and the fact that Tom can't, it's early days himself out of this shit, like, this doesn't make any sense. I, I think her reaction is valid. She did the right thing. She went to go get the tea from Sanam about what actually happened. Then, they had the mimosa debrief and Lydia told her more about, you know, how close she and Tom actually were and what the nighttime 
the bedtime books looked like. And yeah, no, rightfully so. I think I'm really looking forward to seeing what Sunday's episode is going to be like. I think Sammy's done. I think she's going to dump him because I really hope she is. Um, she seems like the only girl with a brain and like a strong head on her shoulders. I really think once you fuck her over, she's not going to go back. Yeah. And she said so as well. She said that in the real world, she like, if this happened, she would block his number and like move on and forget about him. Yeah. Period. And I think there's still enough time in the villa for bombshells to come in for her Mm -hmm. to like crack on with somebody else and really have a different connection because she's a really strong character. I feel like honestly, for me, she has winner energy. She has winner yeah. potential and I would like to see her slot somewhere in the top 2 with somebody who's deserving. Because here's the thing, it's like during Casa seeing everything go down, I was like, "Oh, if Tom can behave himself, maybe they can somehow be winners, but it wouldn't feel warranted it wouldn't feel earned yeah but if sammy gets herself out of this and finds like a bombshell that she like really connects with i would be happy to see her win the show i think yeah like i think that that's who my winner is and i haven't said who my winners are at this point no you haven't um i think that that's who i want my winner to be i don't know with who Hopefully Mm -hmm. somebody good. But yeah, I mean, Tom was just classic Tom. And I think that Sammy should definitely take this for what it is at face value, complete and utter disrespect and dip his ass because he's already done this three other times with three other women, Olivia, Sarah, Ellie, like he's done this, Lydia, like he's Mm -hmm. done this over and over again. And he even used the same, like, pickup lines. The yeah, same, not like, uh, reason to get a kiss out of Lydia. Mm-hmm. Or uh, out of Sammy with Lydia. That it's just right. like, girl, like, he doesn't... He might say he really like you, likes you, but at the end of the day, he kind of sees women as interchangeable. Like, he uses the this same is horrible. lines with you guys. This is horrible to say, but, like, Lydia and Sammy, they look like they could be sisters, girl. Like, <laughs> like they look very similar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's just, I'm I'm over it. I'm yeah. over it. I'm over Tom and I'm over Olivia, the couple that should have stuck together and both would have gotten dumped. Like, I really just, yeah, I see potential winners in one person out of a couple but Mm -hmm. yeah i think sammy's definitely at least for me top two i don't think she's the winner in my book yet but i was super super impressed with the way that she went about acquiring information analyzing it checking in with herself checking in with girls who actually have a brain in this in this villa Mm -hmm. and really kind of being true to herself. So it's just refreshing to see something like that. And and I know that she's going to make the best decision for herself and I'm yeah. hoping she's going to dump him. But there is also another girl who I'm hoping makes the best decision for herself. And I, mm-hmm. I just, dude, Jesse's uh, been bawling since she got back. Yeah. Rightfully so. Yeah. And I, I'm sick of this, like, oh, my God, Will, it's okay. Like, Will, stop crying. Like, no, Will, you fucking ball, okay? Because she, Jesse was already out of his league 
so fucking hard. No, I disagree. Yes. I disagree. I disagree. She is out of his league, bro. Mm, and she's like half. She's half a tier out of his league. I feel like there's she's tiers to league. leagueship. And she's like half a tear out of his leg. Like I don't think it's anything substantial, to be honest. It's just this. This shit is just wild. I'm still so. It, just seeing the aftermath of yeah. disclosing this information of her of her reaction initially, and you know, telling Layla like, you know, it's not me versus you, and also you're like a beautiful girl. Like that was mm-hmm. so cute and yeah. so genuine. I wish Miss Claudia acted like that, but she didn't. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I just have to interject wild. and say it really touched my heart when Jesse said to Layla, like, uh, I'm sorry you got in the middle of this. Yeah. Because so yeah. often people f- just dis- completely disregard the Casa Moore girls as like human beings with their own feelings. Right. Like they just right. view them as like, villains villains and like antagonizers in their own way and to see jesse i mean jesse is not the one who had to apologize to her but to see jesse no. acknowledge that layla is also somebody with feelings and emotions in the situation mm-hmm. it was really sweet and also heart- completely heartbreaking yeah i just oh my god it was horrible and the fact that you know, she was telling Will, she was like, I, I can't even look at you right now. Like, totally valid reaction. And and honestly, like, this is a girl who could probably get whoever the hell she wants. And it was mm-hmm. just very, just, I feel so bad. And that's the extent of all I really can say. I mean, hindsight's always twenty twenty, And we definitely mm-hmm. see Will, like, facing the end of this. But I know that Jesse's probably going to take him back, like, just given her heart. And even mm. in the preview for Sunday night's episode, she's like, this was, like, so silly. Like, why would you do this? Like, and she's still trying to laugh it off. But I just think, like, the trust is never going to be the same. And mm-hmm. they're not – I don't know. It might take yeah. a little bit for her to get back to normal with him. But it was just really upsetting to see mm-hmm. how hard it really hit her. Like, this is somebody who really, really – and that's Felt like I feel like Layla, despite Layla's reaction during like mm-hmm. the rest of the recoupling, which was actually quite like, um, what's the word? I don't want to say aggressive because I don't think she was aggressive, but Layla was definitely the most vocal, passionate, and vocal of the Casa girls. She was standing up for her fellow Casa girls, and she was speaking up. Um, against what some of the boys were saying saying and uh clarifying furthermore about what actually went down mm-hmm. and then when it came to Jesse I don't think because here's the thing Layla did say some things about Jesse that were maybe not super nice you know mm-hmm. it's it's not nice to assume that what you're seeing on the TV is completely facts and she was right. using the I think she's fake. I think she's not that into you tactic right. with Will. Mm-hmm. And I think the second that Jesse walked into the villa and like broke down crying, seeing Will standing up there alone, yeah. I think it hit Layla how real the situation was and how real Jesse's feelings are in this situation. And I think that's when Layla decided to take a step back and not go so hard because Layla's actually, in fact, not even given Jesse the full picture. She hasn't right. told, or we haven't seen her tell her about like 
the sex position conversation and like the kinky conversation and all that stuff and how how sexual they actually were. their yeah. flirting was and how even though he realized that he fucked up he still got in bed and was cozy with her like Jesse's really gotten the bare minimum minimum about the whole situation and she's already mm-hmm. reacting like this I can't imagine that even if she takes Will back now I can't imagine that mad movies will happen and she'll stay in that situation I think if it's not over now it'll be over then yeah I think it's not it's not gonna be good between them and it's sad because yesterday I did tweet like maybe there's a way for them to get out of this because Mm -hmm. it seems like she was initially a little bit understanding about you know what had happened maybe she was reflecting like oh we didn't have the exclusivity chat or I've been on Love Island before therefore I understand this is like the nature of the beast blah 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 but quickly after she was consoling Will, after he broke down crying out of guilt, uh, she kind of recalibrated and was like, actually, no, like, my heart is, like, in two. And it sucks. Like, it really yeah. sucks. Because I don't think she'd be that head over heels if not for the dream that Will sold her. Like, I think that they actually really did have a – extremely strong connection and all his eggs were in her basket and vice versa she didn't give it a chance with anybody else and to see it play out like this just fucking sucks man i mean here's the thing you made your bed yeah gotta lay in it i i really don't feel bad for will i just Mm. i can't it just doesn't make sense like again it all comes down to the fact like we're all adults. Like we're all grown ass yeah. people at the end of the day. Oh my God. My actions have consequences. What? Yeah. Like it's nothing new. And I have already like expressed my grievances this past episode about mm-hmm. how I felt about Will pulling this shit. Mm-hmm. And honestly, what I would love, like what would be a win for me is Jesse understanding her worth and just maybe becoming in like a friendship couple or something and like waiting for somebody new to come in because yeah like I I know you and I talked about this last season remember we were like you know once a cheater always a cheater but it's like yeah (laughs) yeah sometimes Mm. that's how it ends up playing out and I know that you know Will doesn't fit the general stereotype of that kind of thing i don't think he would do it again with her but it's just about the matter of trust at the end of the day and, and once yeah. that's gone like it just doesn't i don't know and i just i don't think they can like joke out of this or like laugh about it laugh out of the seriousness of what had happened and the fact that mm-hmm. she didn't even like look at another guy while she was in casa like it's not that mm-hmm. hard to stay loyal to somebody if you feel like there's a connection there i totally agree i mean it's it is hard for me to not feel bad for Will, not because I'm like, oh, you know, you don't deserve any like whatever. Like I think he deserves to be dumped like a hundred percent. Um, it's just hard. It's just hard to see both of them in pain like this. Mm-hmm. And like, granted, it's his fault a hundred percent. It just sucks because it's so raw that it's like, I don't know, we're all human. We all fuck up. And like on top of it all, 
this is a reality show and people get carried away and like you want to have the full experience and all that stuff and then you like massively fuck up and it's like you know it'd be one thing if you like fucked up like a situation ship but like it's sad to see him have fucked up something that was actually had so much potential on the outside right that it's like man like i don't feel bad for you because you didn't deserve this because these are your own consequences but I feel bad that you didn't have the maturity to understand like Mm. what you had so that's kind of where where I am um but yeah I 100% agree it's Mm. just wild and you know just to just top it off the king the king of the end of this week. Wish Man. <laughs> yeah. The fact that he stood there in his little button up and didn't even raise his voice. Mm-hmm. King behavior. He was calm. He was collected. Mm-hmm. He was broken. And this man even had the maturity to take Martin aside and say, yo, I know it's like the name of the game. Like, totally get it. Have no problem with you. Like, crack on whatever. But his ass was totally fucking right. If you tell somebody that you love them, you're not going to fucking come back with some sexy pierced irish baddie of a man okay mm-hmm. no matter how delicious he looks i could not believe how this played out and the fact that tanya mentioned you know she referenced their relationship in the present tense she was like oh yeah you know i'm not surprised because shack knows like what we and shack what me shack and i have is great or something like that. She said that right in front of Martin. And I was like, yeah. she is delusional. What is she talking about? There's no way that's going to happen ever. And I think mm-hmm. even Shaq said it too, that she's like, she must be like crazy or she's like losing it. If she thinks mm-hmm. that we're going to go for another shot mm-hmm. or something. I, I'm, we knew that they were on different wavelengths. Don't get me wrong. I'm not yeah. surprised that she brought Martin back. Like none of this is a shock to me. I just think it's the way that it was played out. Yeah. And, just like mm-hmm. he like she really made herself look really stupid and That's maybe heavy, heavy on that heavy on that yeah it was really weird and even the girls like not even kind of giving her the full scoop of like yeah you kind of fucked up like that's also what's super annoying is like this shouldn't be justified by any means no, I totally agree. I mean, here's the thing. I think we kind of um, justified it on the last episode because we were kind of like in the mindset of, well, you know, she knows what she wants and like they yeah. are incompatible and they kind of miscommunicated on where they ended things and then they got sent to Casa mm-hmm. and um, all that stuff. And like had they had more time, she would have maybe more appropriately ended things, but she didn't. But now seeing how things played out and kind of sitting in it and processing it and remembering that she did say I love you and all this stuff and they did sleep together 
and yeah. uh, they did say they were exclusive. Again, a confusing term, especially in the villa. And then she brought back Martin, but in the same vein, kind of was saying that Martin was just a test and that actually her and Shaq were going to get together. It was like, I was with you, Tanya, when I thought that you knew what you wanted, but actually it's yeah. very apparent that like your immaturity is now coming to the surface. Like your age yes. is definitely very apparent at this point. Like Shaq wanted something serious and you were mm-hmm. happy to cruise along with that. And you were happy to be like wanted and catered to. Um, but n- the second a bump came along, because here's the thing. She said they hadn't been tested at that point. They hadn't had any bumps in the road. Yeah, but like yes, what? you did because yeah. your your style of communication is different. I'm sorry. A test isn't just like desiring other people and then choosing to be with your partner. Tests come in many different forms. Okay. Tests come right. in fights in communication differences, in um, career, like different career um, goals, all that other stuff. And so it's like, it's insane that you think that you haven't had a test. And it's insane that you think that you still have a a, a shot with Martin when you at the same time, or sorry, that you still think you have a shot with Shaq when at the same time you were telling Martin all the qualities you didn't like about Shaq. Right. And then you, the second you step into the villa, it's like you're 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 weaving a different narrative. Like I don't know, and it's so hard for me to paraphrase any of the things that she said because it was truly nonsensical. Like she came back from Casa, and I don't know what happens. Like I think she's really trying to pick up the pieces and right. justify her behavior. Because she's definitely uncomfortable with being wrong in mm-hmm. this situation. But she is wrong. Like, and I don't know. She even was like, even when her and Martin discussed how she embarrassed him at the fire pit, then the next day she was like, yeah, but I still love Shaq, you know? Yeah. And then, and then Martin is sat there quietly like, what the fuck? And she's like, okay, so what are you thinking? Tell me what you're thinking. I need to know what you're thinking. It's like, girl, you just said you still love Shaq after disrespecting him like that in Casa more. And then you want Martin to like, be like, righty, oh, I, yeah, I totally understand. <laughs> Let me be fucking A-okay with you right now. I don't, I'm there, just, oh. There is a difference between dating and being in a relationship. Mm. And this is what I think of when I see Tanya. Shaq is ready to get settled down. You and I have been said this. Like, he is the season nine favorite easily for me as of late. Okay? He's back up there. He he was gone for a little bit, but now he's back. Okay? But I just think that in seeing how much he's committed, he hasn't even, you know, looked at anybody well, spoken to anybody like I have some intel on that too, but that's for later. Okay, for later. All right, that's for later. for later. But it's just so disheartening to be like, all right, here's a person that I've met. I hang out with them all the time. I really like them. We've slept together. We've moved on and said I love you. We decided to be exclusive, and now you know 
comes like you know that time in a relation and like dating someone or like when you're starting to see someone regularly it's like the power dynamic right where you're trying to figure out like okay like what is their fighting style fighting style in quotes like how do Mm. they resolve conflict how do they address conflict you know just like that power um difficulty that happens before you really kind of go into smooth sailing and yeah instead of having the opportunity to learn and grow from these differences it was taken as yeah you know what but the only test is like do I find someone more like hot (laughs) and that's what I felt that Tanya got into that loop instead whereas Shaq was like no like we can fix it let's just kind of give each other our space like whatever but to this day Tanya pulled him or when Shaq pulled Tanya aside she was like yeah but I just wanted you to know that you were wrong and that's what I from that moment I was like okay yeah no she's not looking for something serious her ego is still getting in the way of her bringing this like better energy into what she could have had with Shaq because at Mm -hmm. the end of the day in any relationship like as much as we don't want it to be this way but it's not about who's right at the end of the day it's mm-hmm. about how can we come together and like come to a mutual yes. kind of outcome and build back ourselves so that we can be connected and close once again and, and i feel stronger like together yeah. yeah absolutely and i just don't think that she ever was at that level and it no. just really really shows no it just I'm, goes to show that like I love you really means like nothing to her. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's just, this is why like everyone cringed when they said, I love you so quickly. Yeah. Um, because it's like, there's no, there's no way. Maybe one, but not the both. Not right. the both. Because right. you cannot come together that quickly when you have not even at that point had any arguments had any conflicts um and like i'm a romantic so like you know we excused it we were like maybe yeah and maybe Shaq does really love her i think the way that Shaq's heart is broken i think that he did, he did really love her um but yeah i think it's safe to say tanya does not love him does not understand what love truly is because she's standing there still saying but I love him. Baby, if you loved him, you wouldn't have done any of that. Really. Really truthfully. I, I, I saw a tweet that was like, I think Martin's trying to get to know Shaq more than he is getting to know Tanya. And I was like, that's so true. I feel it. Yeah. I thought, you know, I thought her and Martin really had something. But since entering the villa, it seems like it's fizzled. And I almost, I don't know if it's because Martin was using Tanya as his ticket into the villa. Yeah. Or if it was more because, like, he's gotten the ick from now seeing how she's behaved. I got in big time. Big ick from Tanya. And it sucks because I really, I really liked her. And listen, like, she was in there for fun and a good time, but so then she should have been there for fun and a good time instead of just, you know, kind of leading Shaq on. And now she's kind of wasted Shaq's own time in the villa. I just don't think that she had that self-reflection that she 
definitely needed and she still hasn't had that insight yet I thought maybe the girls talking to her about it would help but it just didn't seem like anybody had the guts to be like you fucked up like what the hell are you doing (laughs) like yeah because I'm like here's the crazy thing how did you think you were gonna bring back Shaq or bring back Martin Mm -hmm. and then be like that you weren't gonna lose Shaq completely yeah that's like, my thing what? i think all the girls were like oh yeah you're valid to get to know martin because like you've had these differences with Shaq, and you don't actually see a future and blah 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 all that stuff with the mentality that she then didn't expect to get back together with Shaq after that that she was going to be mature right. and be like hey i'm really sorry that i hurt you and i'm really sorry that i brought back martin and i'm really sorry that we couldn't have communicated better about right. where what our status was before we left for Casa more, but like I think it's best for you and me to call it a day and move on. But she didn't and it do just that. Takes, it takes that only that you literally. It took you like what thirty seconds to say <laughs> that, know, and I didn't even think about it before. <laughs> I know, like uh, this is. I don't. Oh man, this just like. I feel so bad for Shaq and it was so admirable the way that he handled it. Like no like temper tantrum, no like mm. name calling or mm-hmm. villainizing in a dehumanizing way. Like everything mm. was just so settled like easily he could have exploded and he didn't. Mm. And I just think that that just shows like Shaq has never, aside from being like, Ron, clean up. Like aside from that, there has been no just maliciousness coming from this man. And I'm just so like, I don't know. It it was definitely like a congrats hun situation Mm, from last mm -hmm. winter season, but I'm like, yeah, I've got the ick for Tanya and to be honest, I, I think it might be her time to go. I think she's overstayed her welcome. Like, we've seen her not recover well from quote-unquote confrontations or fights that she's had with yeah. back. Just such basic shit. I don't yeah. know. It's just really, and really again, to commend Shaq, like I have to say, it was honestly, it was very... <laughs> I don't even know what the word is. It was so slay of him to... Yeah. <laughs> in one breath like be so level-headed with tanya when she came back Mm. with martin and show her what she was missing like show her like oh you thought i was gonna overreact like you thought like that this was gonna be valid because of what the argument that we had baby like i'm not gonna overreact and also this is what you're losing yeah you thought it was period and then i know and then at the same time i feel like that's what made tanya want him back i'm like girl no i don't know it's crazy it's crazy although i have to disagree i don't i don't think she should go home only because it's like there are other people who should go home first there are other people who should go home first and i don't want the next dumping to result in her going home first like i i agree with you there it just sucks because it's like if I think it's anybody's time in the villa, it's Olivia's. And I just feel yep. like every time we get close, somebody does something worse. But it's like, come on. Like, what about all the reasons that have compounded 
upon Olivia, right. like what all the things right. that she has done that are like stacking in the hundreds. And like Tanya's list is it's shocking. It's painful, but it's much shorter in comparison. There's like one bullet point to Olivia's right. like 20. Right. So, I don't know. You know what? Like sending the best energy that Liv goes home and the next dumping. And I don't know. I'm really curious to see how it, it's going to go. I mean, you guys, we have been super on top of our game when it comes to social media for this season. We have been, both of us, one of us or none of us has been live tweeting via our Twitter at VillaBirdsPod. And we have been returned to our Instagram at VillaBirds, where we have been posting some very informative graphics a la Val's genius and brilliant mind. And you can find some sneak peek and some clips of the podcast episodes that we've recorded and posted prior. Also, Val has been a social media powerhouse on our TikTok where every single day she does a little recap, she does a little meme, she has a little fun, like whatever you want to do, go and interact with her on TikTok, interact with us on Instagram, interact with us on Twitter. We love hearing from you guys and honestly just can't believe that we're done with Casa and now rolling into the next phase of our season. So looking forward to it. We're in the last and like final phase of this Love Island experience. Oh my God, I can't Um, believe it. I'm looking forward to seeing who wins because I don't know right now. (laughs) It's still up in the air. I also had to tell you, guys, enjoy this little piece of information before we part ways, blow you kiss. Apparently, Jordan and uh, Zara are either going on a date tonight or tomorrow night. (gasps) Yay! Oh my god! I'm so excited! Just putting good energy out there in the universe that they (laughs) find love because they are a sexy pair. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Facts. All right. Well, with that, thank you. And goodbye. Peace. Peace.